0: James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio.
1: Welcome, indeed, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, with you, 800-848-WABC is how you reach us if you want to be on the program today. Join our three-hour program. What do you say? Yeah, three hours. We're going to do the first hour now. We're going to do the next two hours in the morning tomorrow. James Golden, uh, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, this has been a politically disastrous week for the Biden administration. We will talk about that in a few moments. With America's princess of policy, our very own beloved Princess Di will join us. The news in New York uh, concerning this Burger King shooting, this this horrid shooting, I listened to the top of the hour, and of course Bob does a, such a great job with the news every day. And uh, But one of the things that was missed, and, and I say missed, we have to, a minute, he can't put the whole, everything in the story in there, but is that this person, this homeless person, supposedly homeless, gave an address out at Queens, um, at one of the Queens Day uh, uh, facilities, that also serves as a homeless shelter. And then in in one of the stories, it was either Post or, or one of the other local stories, they acknowledge the fact that he's here illegally. He's an illegal alien. Here illegally from Jamaica. Now, that's not going to get much play because Democrats in New York, Democrats around the country, don't care that illegal immigrants have invaded America to an unprecedented event. And if you point out instances where they are involved in criminal behavior, such as this alleged, uh, this one, this person alleged to be now a murderer, then you are subject to all kinds of names being assigned to you as as you are a xenophobe or whatever it is. But the fact of the matter remains that according to news reports, this alleged murderer is not in the United States of America legally. He is not in New York City legally. 30 years old, Winston Glenn is his name. As as you heard, as you heard Bob say at the top, worked at another Burger King, was charged with murder robbery and the death of 19-year-old Crystal Baronev, shot dead. She looked at him, he put the gun down. He turns away and he shoots and kills this 19 year old girl. Also, another male customer was pistol whipped in all of this. And what is he doing? Give me cash. Give me cash. This is her life lost $100. $100. $100. There are stories today of another shooting of teenagers, two, two teenagers in Chicago, almost the same. And you can go through. I mean, I'm not going to pull that story out. It's a, there's are so many of them. Chicago has already started its murder weekend. There's a story, of course, that has all, was splashed all over the New York Post today, and also the Daily Mail about Nancy Pelosi's son. Paul Pelosi, Jr., and his connection to a host of fraudsters, fraudsters, rule breakers, and convicted criminals. Well, it sounds like this is another Hunter Biden story. His mother, Nancy Pelosi, once pledged to lead the most honest, most open, most ethical Congress in history. The Daily Mail says her son has a staggering wake of criminal colleagues fraudulent companies and federal investigations following him. Well, why are we just now hearing about this? And more importantly, before I invest heavily in it, what's the end game here? Does anyone think that that Nancy Pelosi's son is going to be held to account for anything in America today? Retail sales. This is scary. It has happened. It They fell 1.9% in December. That's 2% for all practical purposes. Christmas season, retail sales fell 2%. And when we tell you that this economy is suffering, and really it is, and this is not what we want. This is not, you know, Democrats, when Republicans are in office, take glee. And you can see the, the coverage, the news coverage, the glee that the reporters have in asking Republican administrations to, to defend bad job numbers or to defend numbers that aren't looking good. They're gleeful when the economy is suffering and Republicans are in charge. This economy is suffering. There is a picture today that is so disturbing that it it almost boggles the mind, and it is of train tracks. Train tracks, you say, James? Yes, train tracks. Train tracks, and a big there's a big CSX train or whatever it is that's a freight train, and the the picture was taken in Los Angeles, and what is surrounding this train? is a picture of the tracks all in the front, the sides. Everywhere you can see are boxes strewn across multiple tracks. You know what the boxes are? From theft, from the thefts that are going on of cargo. And they're leaving the boxes right in these trains, where these trains, it is astounding that this is taking place in America. Apparently there's nothing being done about it. It's like these smash and grabs. Everyone knows that these 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 robberies are out of control, these thefts, and yet this is now part of normal, normal American life in Democrat cities. I told you I wasn't gonna delve into the story, but I just passed it the this story, so I'll just read you the headline from the Daily Mail. Two 14 year olds shot dead Chicago within hours of each other. As violence spirals out of control with more homicides than any U.S. city last year. Mm hmm. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown called the shootings unacceptable. Yeah, well, they have become acceptable. I had a story yesterday, I held on to it, not going to be able to go to it in detail today. And this was over in Michigan, where a Michigan judge was just berating this senior citizen. Why? Because Burhan Chowdhury of Hamtrak, Michigan, who appeared in virtual court, was issued a ticket in August. His grass and brush and trees at his home had been overgrown. And the judge, Alexis G. Krott, K-R-O-T, told this man, 72, I'd give you jail time on this if I if I could give you jail time on this, I would. The 72-year-old man, he's suffering from lymph node cancer. Suffering from lymph node cancer. His grass got overgrown. The brushes and trees at his house were a little overgrown. They haul him in front of court and he gets lectured by the judge, Alexis G. Crott, who says to this man suffering from lymph node cancer, if I could give you jail time on this, I would. Meanwhile, you've got the New York district, Manhattan district attorney letting as many people out of jail as he humanly can. Here's a story from Los Angeles that ties into all of it. The L.A. cops bypass Gascon. That's their liberal, woke district attorney. Well, L.A. County Sheriff sought out federal prosecution for four gang members accused of killing an L.A. police officer. Why? Because they couldn't trust their own district attorney to be tough enough on a cop killer. So what they did, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, they went to the feds to get charges against these four potential alleged killers. California law stipulates a sentence of 25 years to life without parole. And just like our Manhattan, our new Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin, who says he's not going to ask for these kind of sentences, the DA in California isn't. And so the Los Angeles City Police Department had to backdoor it. They had to go to the Fed, say, please charge these people so that there'll be some accountability here. This is what progressives are doing to your country. This is what progressives are doing to your cities. There's a report from the L.A. Times. It's the editorial board out there about how bad things are in Orange County jails. The food is so rotten. The food being served to inmates is so rotten that, they have to, that many of these inmates have to make a choice whether they're going to eat it or starve it or get sick. Well, wait a minute, James. You just got through talking about how we shouldn't... No, look, folks. Criminals should be prosecuted. They should be held to count. But we are not running Abu Ghraib, except, yes, we are, apparently, in California and in Washington, D.C., because guess what? In Washington, D.C., we have the same kind of reports of those being held on charges for the riots January 6th, that they're being treated, mistreated the same way by the liberals who run that jail system. In case you want to see the picture, it's in the New York Post. There's a story in the Post about the L.A. train tracks blanketed in empty boxes as thieves target cargo containers. It is astounding to see this. There's another story in New York, happened in the Bronx of the Good Samaritan, 36 year old, who was killed by a New York City subway train after trying to rescue a man who was being beaten by two boys, 16 and 17. Gangs, again, part of a gang. The lawlessness in New York, the lawlessness in LA, the lawlessness. In Chicago. And then you have judges out in Democrat Party, judges out in Michigan, threatening cancer patients with jail because their grass is too high. And there's Paul Pelosi, apparently, with a history every bit as worthy of news making as Hunter Biden. When we get back, Princess Di joins us. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly. If you want to be part of the day's program, again, 800 848 WABC, 800 8800 848 9222. Don't go away, we're coming right back.
0: Today, 77 WABC celebrates the Russian New Year. New Year's in Russia is about a lot of food, lots of salads, traditional Russian food, and celebrating the New Year's. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy,
1: Princess Di. Well, 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 Your Highness, Your Royal Highness, Your Majesty.
2: <laughs> well, hello, James. How are you doing?
1: I'm fine. I didn't have to give back. Any. Do I have to give back any, like uh, you know, medals and stuff and orders of garters and and <laughs> and? Uh...
2: No, I think you get to keep all your garters. It's not a problem.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, because I because you know that prince guy over there, he's having to give back a whole lot of stuff, and I'm just like, you know. Wow, that kind of blew my mind. I, I, I could, look. I never pay attention to what these guys are actually wearing. So there was a picture in, in, in the uh, of this Prince Andrew guy, and I'm looking. It's like this is he's got drums Those are little drumsticks with the little like miniature drumsticks. <laughs> why, why is that? And, and then he's well, got some things metals that just look like pieces of tin, except they're bright and they're they're. It's like oh, I don't know.
2: Well, you know, the British Empire, you know, eons ago, the saying was the sun sun never set on the British Empire because it encompassed so many different lands. And we're talking back to the prehistory. I mean, so there's a lot of strange things from the Middle Ages that have lasted in their tradition. But we laugh.
1: Well, you know, okay. Yeah, maybe I can get one of those guarded things, though, Now now that one of them is freed up. So, <laughs> <Go for it. laughs> All right, so I have some questions for you, Diana. This has okay. been, to me, an unprecedented week politically. I mean, I don't yeah. recall seeing anything like this. How does an administration with so much experience, these are not political novices. These are people that did not come to office with no political histories or political understanding. How do they misfire so much? And how, how is this possible? I mean, it happened in front of our faces, but how does this happen?
2: Well, you know, let's just go through some of the things that you've described. We've got uh, Biden at 33% approval in the Quinnipiac poll, which is usually pro-Democrat. You've got the consumer price index rising 7% last year, the fastest increase in decades. Inflation is at a 40-year high. You got cinema saying nope, not eliminating the filibuster, which puts the kibosh on Biden's hopes for voter reform,
1: or which he never wanted. But he never wanted that, Diana. He look. (laughs) I remember when they first brought it up; it was like ho hum. Are you kidding me? Ho hum. I got bigger fish to fry. And then it was.
2: Remember, I mentioned that the. Silicon Valley wanted it. The donors wanted it. The pressure was being put on the party from outsiders. So then all of a sudden, when everything else fell apart, they just quickly pivoted without laying any political foundation, without doing anything. I mean, they are flailing. But let me just continue. Okay, Besides continue. The, nope, not eliminating the, eliminating the filibuster. Then the Supreme Court blocked their vaccine ma- mandate, six to three, for businesses with a 100 or more employees. And the Atlanta voting rights speech that Biden gave bombed. It really is backfiring on him. And retail sales fell almost 2% in December. So this idea that the reason for inflation is this overheated economy just was just the narrative fell apart because people are not buying. 2% decrease month over month is huge and you expect much more in december because of christmas shopping and it, it fell so all the indications are flashing red warning and you've got the hill calling it a political horror movie you've got the uk daily mail calling it a week from hell and you've got cnn's john king calling it is very dark for biden right now a
1: racist language so, yeah
2: Exactly right. But in, in less than 48 hours, all of this hit the fan. And so you say that they are got all this experience. But, you know, you remember what Robert Gates said, who was Obama defense secretary. He said Biden has been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. So, yeah, he may have experience, but he's got bad experience. He's he's just an error-ridden guy, has always been. And one of the funny errors, I think, is his chief of staff, Ron Klain, who was also Gore's chief of staff, he, he was cited, I don't know if you read the opinion in the Supreme Court. By the Court. Supreme
1: Court. He was cited for that tweet he retweeted.
2: Yes. He, he actually tweeted that this OSHA emergency temporary standard thing was the ultimate workaround to avoid legal uh, accountability. And so the Supreme Court said, oh, yeah, you think there's a workaround? I don't think so, and slapped them them down six to three. So Mr. Experience, Mr. Chief of Staff has really put his foot in it. And yet, was he fired? No. This is, you know, a mistake-ridden, gaff ridden administration no what
1: we have is that that angry what we have is that angry karen over there at msnbc the angry black karen over there saying that the all the supreme court guys deserve to be have have talk shows you know they're nothing more than the supreme court guys and nothing more than talk shows which i just laughed myself silly when i read that it's like okay great this is the kind of analysis you can expect from karen at NBC msnbc now so, well, you
2: also got analysis from the pundits given Biden's troubles. You've got Thomas Loopy Friedman, who now says that uh, Biden should drop Harris as VP. And put Cheney. And have Cheney and Liz Cheney. And then the Wall Street Journal came out today and basically said Harris should cut Biden loose. She should take over and go moderate. And then you've got Doug Schoen writing and uh, saying that it's time for Hillary to come back. So he's in <laughs> They are. Everyone is flailing in the in the media and in the Democrat Party. And that's why nothing is working for them, because they aren't laying any groundwork. And now today they're back. They switch gears to infrastructure for Biden. So they keep changing the channels on a dime. They see that nothing they're doing is working. They've got people going to stores for the first time in living memory and having empty shelves, no meat, which is, that Soviet is going Union to be, boy. yes, yes. And let me tell you, I agree with that. One of the symptoms, and this is going to sound harsh, but one of the symptoms and the evidences of communism is scarcity. And so you have a flashing red sign to the rest of America. When you see empty shelves, this is what happens every time communism is tried. So that's my theory for the day. All
1: right. Well, I have I have something to add to that with you. Let, right. me run, let me bounce this by you. And I, I mean this sincerely, Diana. The 13 rhino Republicans who gave Joe Biden his lifeline that he's out depending upon today, which is I passed this infrastructure bill. Right. There are thirteen g o p rhinos who gave him that one of them has said he's not running for reelection, so there' are only twelve that should be primaried now and defeated and thrown out, including this woman over here in staten island right. but um but but here's the the bigger picture to that than me for me the Democrats have Everything that they have done has depended on two things. This entire failure has built on has been built on we are going to, number one, lie about what we're doing and put it in writing, and then we are going to demand that everyone passes it, that it gets passed over the objections of two senators we know are not going to pass it. And we're going to use the press to bully them into saying okay and go along with this. And the two senators, of course, have not cracked on this. Um, cinema with this filibuster thing, and Mansion on Build Back Better, and so they they throw their anger out there. But but none of this was going to ever pass. And I will say to you that, that I think that the the problem with the civil rights legislation is that the Democrats built what they wanted on a lie. And here's what I wanted to run by you. I believe, Diana, that if there were a genuine need for election reform based on voter suppression, that it would have passed if it were real. Because there are people like me and you We're not going to sit around and look at people's votes being suppressed by Bull Connor types, by whoever. We're not going to stay around, this is the America we want. Hell no, that's not the America that we want. The problem with the Democrats, it was never true. If it were true, they would have been able to build a coalition to defeat it. What do you think about that?
2: Well, I think... They're used to building things on the lie. Look at Obamacare. So they for are shocked. That this hasn't worked, they are shocked that they haven't been able to bully Cinema and Mansion. They are really, I think that they are absolutely. They believe their own press, and they are only getting reflected back at them positive media. So the the worldview of the far left is reflected only. That's all they are exposed to. They aren't exposed to opposing ideas because when they hear an opposing idea, they want to stamp it out and put people in jail. But but listen to this. You've got. McC- McConnell saying on the on the Senate floor that this is not the Joe Biden that he knew because he really was supposedly upset at being compared to Bull Connor and all of that. But this is the Joe Biden we all knew. He's basically the guy who said you know that Romney was going to put you all back in chains. I mean, this is consistent with with what Biden has done for many, many years lying and and in the Atlanta speech. He basically once again claimed he was arrested in the civil rights movement, which is. Even the
1: Washington Post is like, are you kidding? Would you stop with this yeah. lie already? And yeah. he says
2: it, you know, regularly. This is a guy who is, you know, he's almost like, you know, a guy who fantasizes of his, himself being a, a hero in all of these uh, events. But he, he wasn't. He was basically friendly with Robert Sheets Birds, I mean, his mentor. So that's you know where he's trying to erase reality, but that's what the Democrats do—they build it all in lies—and it's crashing down on them now.
1: Well, I, I honestly think that now you may think I'm stupid for this, thing, no. but I honestly think that there that there is. Look, this issue of elections, there is trouble on both sides of the aisles with these elections. Neither side feels confident that what they're being told about elections is true. They you think mean that they're on are
2: either are side, you mean voters? Voters. That's
1: side? what I mean. Right. V- voters do not have the confidence that they should have in American elections. And I Correct. think that if there is a true bipartisan effort, not among these 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 horrid politicians, but I mean A grassroots movement to ensure elections are secure, that they are safe, that they are legitimate, that votes will be counted, and that people that should not vote do not vote, and that there won't be any uh, hijacking of votes at 2 in the morning, and that there won't be this silly uh, voter harvesting, and that when people say they cast a vote for this person, votes actually going to count – I think that the majority of American citizens would get behind that.
2: I agree. You've got 70% of all Americans who are a favor and support voter ID. That is got, that is, there are very few issues that have 70% uh, support, and that is one of them. But the odds of that happening with the current political structure is zero. The odds of true voter reform where voters themselves felt confident, there's there's just too much political advantage right now in D.C. for cheating. You've got, you know, an entire underground operation during, oh, surrounding elections where you've got bribes paid, you've got transportation, you've got a lot of dirty dealing on election day and before with ballot gathering and everything else. And you've got too much power that has been granted for people who win by cheating.
1: Diana, we'll pick it up tomorrow. You and I on our, our, our second and third hour here. at the James golden show.
2: <laughs> Yay. Wonderful.
1: Yeah. So we'll thank you, Diana. Appreciate your analysis as always. And we'll speak with you tomorrow.
2: Thank you, James.
1: James golden, AKA Snurley here with you. Telephones. We're going to head to the telephones when we get back, and we do have more news, 800-848-WABC, number to call. And coming right back, don't go away.
0: Today, 77 WABC celebrates the Russian New Year, featuring celebrities, interviews, entertaining, and informative talk. Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: Yeah, I, okay, all you had to say was, we're going way back here. Which as soon as I heard the first notes, I know what the, I knew what this was.
3: Atlanta.
1: Etta James brings us back on WABC Talk My Radio 77. Love has come along. From Chess Records. oh over
3: and life is like a song oh yeah yeah at last
1: at last it's time to go to the telephones rich where should we start All right, good afternoon, James.
0: Don't tell me she didn't have a set of pipes, huh?
1: I'm telling you, I (laughs) loved listening to Etta.
0: And, you know, she was a teenager when she rolled that out. That's amazing. I'm telling you. It's just, you can never get tired of it. But let us start this afternoon in Mineola and say hi to Chris.
1: Hi, Chris. Welcome, WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy. What's up?
3: Hey, James. uh, I almost forgot what I was going (laughs) to ask (laughs) you, Uh, actually, I'm in Monroe. But here's a question for you. You might know the answer. The guy, uh, the guy who murdered that woman up in, uh, in, in Harlem, he um, supposedly was illegal. I guess here. Now I'm wondering if is he one of the people that New York will allow to vote in the elections that they just voted to?
1: You know. Oh well, I- What an interesting question. Well, he's here. He's undocumented. If, is right. what the, what is the, is what the democrats say and of course uh, bill de blasio and other democrats want people to be able to vote regardless of immigration status so he might be able to vote if yeah. he is yeah. if they can find a way to get him and you said that murdered that woman let me just say he is right now alleged to have murdered the woman and okay. the burger king the 19 year old but um we shall see if he uh does uh if he escapes those charges, which is entirely possible under the new management yeah. at our district attorney's offices, perhaps he would be able to vote. He's here illegally. Why not? World. Man, this is it's, it's spinning out of control. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. WABC, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, where do we go next? We're going to head over to Queens and speak with Alan. Hello, Alan. How are you? How are you doing, Bo? Great job. Thank you.
3: Yes. My question is, if he's here undocumented, how does Burger King hire him?
1: With, uh-huh.
3: with fake papers or something? The, the family should go after that Burger King franchise and hold them accountable that they hi- actually hired that guy. And that's what we should try to establish a law that people get fined for hiring illegals. But, you know, this guy was here with four priors and nobody gave him the boot.
1: Okay, I mean, okay, let's talk about those one by one. He was able to, quote-unquote, get a job.
0: Today, 77 WABC celebrates the Russian New Year, and 77 WABC is celebrating from Red Square to Times Square all day long. Talk Radio 77 WABC.
3: From a thousand Neville. In the heavens opener.
4: Every time she smiles
1: James Golden, a.k.a. Snerly with you here on WABC. Her talk her Radio 77. There's a uh, story in the gr- Old Grey Lady today about what's happening south of our uh, border in the east. And that would be uh, Cuba. There are mass trials going on right now in Cuba because Cubans had the audacity to demonstrate because they were getting sick and tired of scarcity. So last summer, there were mass demonstrations, and now the new Cuban government, these, these new, the new round of the old commies down there, are throwing people, charging them with, guess what, sedition. Oh, they say this sounds like January 6th almost. But this is real sedition according to the the communists. They're charging 60 citizens with sedition for taking part in demonstrations over the country's economic crisis. And these people could end up in Cuban jails for 30 years. 30 years. We're protesting the horrid conditions that they're forced to live in by their commie dictators. This is 90 miles away from us. I think if, you know what, let me hold this story from Mark Stein. I think if there were ever a case for United States actually just, why do we put up with this in our own hemisphere? (sighs) James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. Let's go to back to the phones. Rich, where? All right, let's head up to
0: Westchester and speak with Ernest.
1: Ernest, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden.
3: Yeah, James. Uh, I almost fell off my chair when you talked about uh, people breaking into rail cars in Los Angeles. I was a police officer in the Bronx. Yeah? And my sector co- covered uh, the railroad yard, Penn Central. That was a common thing in the, in the late 60s. There'd be hundreds of people that just break the seal, open the doors, and they would walk off with everything in the rail car.
1: Good grief. Was it, was it, were these like... I can't
3: tell you what, the whole country, I'm not in in the insurance business, but uh, I saw it firsthand. In fact, we had the FBI there watching it, you know, photographing it all. As many arrests we could make, uh, you couldn't arrest 100, 200, 300 people, but this went on. So it's nothing new.
1: Well, it's back. And it's a shame that we let this kind of lawlessness take well, – you're looking at what's going on in New York. You're a former cop. Do you believe it? Do you believe what's happening in your New York?
3: So it's very upsetting to me. Uh, I wound up as a detective in homicide, so I, I you know, it's it's hard. I mean, I, I, I hit my hands are out to the cops or the detectives who made this arrest – on this poor young lady that was murdered in, in that uh, um Burger King. Place. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yes. Well, my friend, God bless you, and thank you for your service to us. And um, call us back sometime, okay? We love hearing from you. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, where are we going next, Rich? We will head over to the island and speak with Leo. Leo, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. What's up?
0: How are you, Mr. Golden? It's a pleasure to speak to you.
1: My pleasure. Go ahead. What's on your mind?
0: Um, Crime, you know, and they classify crime all the time in a racist way. But a crime is a crime. If you point a gun or take a knife and take somebody's money or hit somebody or crash into that car and drive away, you've committed a crime. No matter what color you are. Yeah. No matter what background, no matter what religion, no matter what. And right now, there is such an inequity in New York City as far as who
3: gets prosecuted and who does not.
1: Oh, baby. It's only just beginning, my friend. You see, you have these people who see everything through the prism of race and victimology. And this current DA, apparently, I don't know him, And I'm only hearing about his policies as I read. So I'm going to be very careful. But this current district attorney in New York apparently is seeing things through a very different prism than you and I look at. And and that's prism. And the prism we see is what you said. Actions. If you commit criminal actions, you should face the consequences. Doesn't matter. Your color. None of that stuff matters. And it's not about your past as the criminal. It's about what you did. And liberals and progressives apparently see things very different. If you are a criminal and you are raised and grown into this criminal culture that the Democrats have allowed to become the new normal, then you deserve to get off. And you deserve to have sympathy because you're the victim, not the actual victims of your crime. I would love to have a chance to talk with 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 um, Mr. Alvin Bragg at some point. I'm sure he's being inundated with media requests. We're going to join the fray and see whether he'll come on and explain to us exactly what he's doing and what it is he hopes to achieve here. Thanks for the call, James Golden, aka Snurly with you, WABC. Where are we going next, Ridge?
0: We're going to go over to Teaneck, New Jersey, and speak with Elena.
1: Hello, Elena. Welcome to welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77.
4: Hello, Mr. Golden. It's an honor to speak to you. I usually call at night today. I caught you during the day. Thank you. You're very welcome. Mr. Golden, I see uh, today's progressives creating a situation like you have in just about everybody's kitchen who cooks. It's called a sieve. It's an instrument that has a lot of holes in it, Mm -hmm. and if you want to put through something that you don't want or want, you pour it in the top and you let it fall out, and then you have what you're looking for, the stuff that you have or the stuff that you want to throw away. Well, I believe that right now in America, with this progressive action, we're going through a social sieve, Hmm. and New York is probably a beautiful example of sifting Flower or society or laws through a sift. So we have the opportunity to see what criminals do because we can see them. They're not locked up. We are victims of what they do because they're not locked up. They're on the street. And this, in sometimes when society is very comfortable in its pleasures and luck and the way we've always lived in America, we forget that there's another side to the coin, and then there's a circle that has to hold both sides together. So So the
1: pendulum, this is part of a pendulum swing, in in your view, if I have you right.
4: A pendulum or just sifting.
1: Sifting, yes.
4: Yes, it's sifting. It's showing everybody what is part of society and what has to go through the sift because you don't want it, and what you leave on top of the sift because you want it. And we're seeing that, especially in the Democratic Party now.
1: Well, I hope that, um, look, here's the problem. Here, thank you. for It's an interesting analysis. What an unusual take. Here's what I wonder, though. We don't want this. And I don't know, most New Yorkers, most sane New Yorkers have never wanted this. We want a city that is safe for our children and for our parents and for our loved ones. We want a city where people respect the law, respect each other, where we are free to interact and to prosper. We don't want this. We want the laws obeyed. We don't want this. If you go to every city in America where you see these out-of-control homicides, these out-of-control sexual perverse crimes, People don't want this. It is as if these progressives are somehow getting off on some weird, perverse fantasy of their own by throwing this in front of the entire nation and saying this is normal. This is not normal. This is what an out-of-control, godless society looks like. It is. There is nothing normal nor good about the way that... These criminals taking over vast swaths of our society, there's nothing normal or good about it. They need to be held to the strictest of account now. We have time for one more call. Where are we going, Rich? Let's
0: say hi to our friend Carol in New Jersey.
1: Carol, welcome, WABC. How are you?
4: Hi there. Anna Jane, she has, like, one of the greatest voice, really. I'm a singer myself, so I appreciate her. But, you know, this guy that killed that girl, he got what he wanted. He should have just left. Why did he shoot her? I mean, I, I just don't understand that at all. You I know, don't understand
1: that. Do, do does anyone with a good heart and a good consciousness and a good soul understand evil? And I would continue that most of us don't. Most of us look at this and we are totally aghast. Not just this Burger King shooting. We're aghast at what's happening in the cities every weekend. It's already started. The weekend murders have already started in Chicago with two 14-year-olds. The the out-of-control smash and grabs for this weekend have already started. Folks, Democrats and progressives are tearing this country apart. And it is very difficult to sit for anyone who has a consciousness and a sense of morality and look at this and understand what the, the what rational sense it may It doesn't. It is not rational. It is simply evil. And this is what we are up against. We are up against an evil, an evil force that has moved through public policy now to establish itself Alongside of us who respect the laws, who respect the society that we have built based on the foundations of our Constitution. We have to defend America. We have to defend New York. We have to defend our society from these progressives because this is a real and ugly reality of war that is taking place between good and evil. New York, strong. We are the greatest city in the world. James Golden here with you. In America, the best country that humanity has ever witnessed. Back tomorrow for our second and third hours starting at 8 o'clock. God bless and protect each and every one of you and your family. See you tomorrow. Bye.